Hello and welcome to the Pixie Dust Project podcast where magic is as commonplace as Starbucks and being a Disney adult isn't a stigma. In today's episode, we have a bracket featuring all of the upcoming booths for Festival of the Holidays in Epcot. But first, if you like the Pixie Dust Project pod, we would appreciate if you gave us a follow and a rating on your listing platform of choice. It's as easy as tapping that number five or, you know, whatever number of stars you want to go with. And if you want to go above and beyond and leave us a review, well, that would be very magical of you. But before we go any further into this episode, Erin has a very special announcement. Erin? Yes, a very special announcement indeed. Today is a national holiday, as pretty much anyone that follows me on Instagram is probably going to know by now. Uh, today is a new Taylor Swift album drop day. So if you haven't already, go stream Midnights on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, honestly, go stream it and come back to our podcast. Honestly, like our feelings won't be hurt. At least mine won't. Sarah's might. Um, so yeah, go stream Midnights. It came out today, Friday, October 21st. And we're recording on a Thursday, but I already know that it slaps. So go listen to Midnight's. And uh, that's all That's all from me. Yeah, y'all almost didn't get an episode this week because as we were setting up to record, Aaron got some strange notification <laughs> that the album had already dropped. And you could see it in her face. She was about to be like, we're going to have to not do this this evening. Yeah. But it didn't. It was so a fire drill for sure. Yeah, you're um, stuck with us. Um, <laughs> I am missing the Thursday night football um, teaser trailer oh. that she's doing on Amazon Prime Video. So I just love the podcast that much. Honestly, I'm okay with it because I don't really want to watch football. So I'll just watch it on Twitter later. It's really fine. Um, but yeah, it's an exciting week to be a Swifty. It is. And listen, it's not that I'm not a Swifty. It's just that I don't like I don't know. I, I'm excited for the music. It's not a life-changing thing for me. And for me, my love of her albums also depends on what era she's in. So like Reputation era, I was all about it. Folklore era, not as much. But I still listen to every single album. I will not be staying up till midnight. I Well, I might. I have a lot going on in my Disney Dreamlight Valley. And I don't have to work tomorrow, so... Maybe I'll sleep in the spare bedroom and do some maintenance in my valley and like end up staying up till midnight. Um, but on that note, uh, we do have some we do have some news. Uh, I'll I'll kick it off. We'll start some with actual Disney. news. <laughs> some actual news. We'll start with Dizzy Dreamlight Valley actually really quick um, because Erin and I are both playing it now because I convinced her to play it. We're in very different parts of the game. So Erin, would you like to share it with the with the team with the with the podcast team where you are in in the game? Gladly, and I do want to. Oop! I just banged my wrist into the table. If you heard that, um, I want to preface this by saying I play it for maybe an hour a week, which that's gonna make Sarah like grimace. Um, but I just haven't. I've been very busy. I just haven't played it, and quite frankly, I'm an Animal Crossing gal, and all of the quests and stuff, and like Mickey talking to me from afar like just makes me anxious on Dreamlight Valley so anyway um the part that I'm at I just <laughs> I just got Mickey and Goofy to level five friendship and Sarah's shaking her head at me um I just I think I'm 
my person or whatever is on like level four or five. Um, and I only have one realm open in the castle and it's Remy's stupid kitchen and I can't I can't make the stupid Just look up the whatever, recipe, dude. The I apple. looked up the rest I looked well, up the Well you have to grow corn. Like you have to grow corn for whatever's next, apparently, right? No, in there's kitchen? corn in the kitchen. But I can't find the corn. It's in you know what? All right, we might have to have a discussion about this <laughs> offline. Like, I need a tutorial. That's the whole point of Remy's Kitchen is, and we're sorry, guys, if you have it. We waited to, like, really talk about this game until it had been out for a while because, you know, we don't want to give spoilers, but you can find them everywhere now. Remy's Kitchen is fully stocked. That's, like, the whole point. So you don't have to ever bring anything into Remy's Kitchen. I can't find it. I, like, looked high and low. And I had Peyton in for backup. Right, I couldn't find it. You, so why, then I Googled you, it and they were you like, think? you have to grow the corn. And I was like, but Goofy's stall doesn't have the corn seeds. What do you <laughs> even need thing. the corn for? There was something. Whatever the next recipe is after the apple pie. Okay. is Are you still in his realm or are yeah, you I'm, or have I'm you in, brought it's... him to the valley yet? No, I haven't brought him to the valley yet. I'm still... It's still like the night where it's like the busy night in the kitchen or whatever. Oh yeah, no, you don't need to grow that. Everything is in his. Everything is in his oh kitchen. I'm upset I because I googled this. it and everything. Okay. Because I was like, well, I'm ready to get the heck out of here. I am telling you this because I, I honestly had a hard time. Like I thought that his was that was also the first realm in the castle I unlocked, and I thought it was hard. I had to look up it like is. all the recipes. Honestly, the recipes even now I just looked them up. I don't even try. All right, my thing. I was trying to pull it up on my Nintendo, but lately it's been quitting the game like constantly. Um, um I will find it and I will send you a picture. The corn is in the kitchen. I guarantee ooh. you. Me and Peyton, literally, I, he was watching me play, and neither of us could find the corn. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. So I, then I Googled it, because I don't like to, to Google stuff. I like to figure it out on my own. Yeah, but I was honestly, it had been like two hours of me in the stupid kitchen, and I was very sick of it. Yeah, Ree doesn't like the fact that I I will Google like all the recipes. I have Googled every single one of them. I don't even like I don't even try at that point because I'm like, there's other stuff I want to figure out. So, all right, well that's where Aaron's at at the game. <laughs> I Sarah's like in, done with everything. I am. I have put in a significant amount of work the past. So last week, Reed was out of town for his job and he was gone literally all week. And let me tell you, I have not been left to my own devices like that. Reed and I have been together almost three years, well, two and a half years, I guess, closer to three than two and a half. Um, in that time, we met literally, um, as the shutdown started across the country. So uh, we spent every waking day together. And unless I travel for work, cause I'm the one who usually travels, Reed and I are always together. So it's very rare for me to be home alone by myself for, you know, that period of time. I put in work in my, in my valley all last week. I am maxed out. My, my, my avatar is maxed out level 40. We're done with her. I maxed out all of my characters, all of them. 
because I wanted to prep everything, have all the quests done, all of that in time for the update that came out yesterday, the 19th of October. So that was like my little goal for myself. I even redid my house. I leveled up all the buildings and then I cleared an area in the peaceful meadow and I have a um, farm now where I do pumpkins. Cause that's, so I have, I'm a millionaire in Disney Dreamlight Valley now very exciting and Reed thinks it's hysterical because Reed plays a lot of video games and he's like you have a problem you have a genuine problem with this game so yeah if you didn't know and you play Disney Dreamlight Valley there is a new update so check for updates on your gaming platform of choice uh this is not a spoiler because they they promote it on Instagram but the new character we're getting is Scar uh, which is cool because I gave Reed a whole rant on this. I won't give you, I'll spare all of you, but the Sunlit Plateau biome is really lame. Nothing ever happens there. And with Scar in the game now, it becomes super interesting. So we continue the story and it's great. So I'm a big fan of the update so far and I guarantee you I will have Scar maxed out and ready to go by the uh by the end of the weekend I am now in Remy's kitchen and I might have to eat my words because I I can't oh no I literally see the corn it's right it's right here it's next to the onion I'm upset yeah it's literally in the back I'm gonna have to so. go look at it my tradition usually is after we record I'll have to go look at it. Yeah, I usually, after re we record, I usually go play Dreamlight Valley because Sarah always inspires me to go play it. And then I edit our podcast. So actually, no, yeah. I don't edit the podcast because we don't usually record on Thursdays, but. Big steps um, to Aaron though, for being, Aaron, if you guys didn't know, Aaron literally is our studio. All those jokes we make about like, oh, the studio's looking it up. Aaron literally is our studio. So like, I don't say this enough, but like big props and big appreciation, Aaron, for editing every single one of the now 14 episodes that we've put out. So thank you. I appreciate it. No you. problem. It's um, fun. I like it. And Sarah handles the social media for the most really. part, too. Not really. We, we take turns. Whoever's having yeah. the less chaotic week usually handles Takes it. Takes over the social media. Um, so yes, uh, you're going to have to text me after this because I need you to confirm with me that you were able to go and get the corn. Thank you. In I Disney will. Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> um, but yeah, big, big step. So, uh, okay. That was our Disney Dreamlight Valley update. Uh, Aaron, what, yes. what's the big news of the week? The big Let's news of the week. We actually talked about this on our last episode, how okay. there wasn't a date for this yet. And they actually announced it earlier this week. And that is Fantasmic is returning to Walt Disney World at Disney's Hollywood Studios on November 3rd, 2022, which is a Thursday, which is an interesting choice to me, but I digress. Um, it's coming back. There are going to be updates, apparently, to the program Moana Frozen 2, which I personally am thrilled about Frozen 2 specifically being part of it in a perfect world you guys know that <laughs> that we would have the OG Fantasmic with not a change at all why 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 is Frozen in every I'm sorry I tried to stay on mute why does Frozen have to be in everything why it's all about that coin sis it's that <laughs> coin it's that just, coin that's all after, it comes down to 
truly after getting and I'm not saying Arendelle wasn't well done on the Disney wish it was great but like I reads rants on Frozen or there is no show on Disney property that that Frozen hasn't permeated it's true it is true it's it's not as bad as it was when it first started but I think it is I'm excited about Moana because I feel like Moana doesn't get as much love in the parks. This is true. This is true. Um, but I'm excited. I don't know. Frozen 2, if it's um, show yourself, I'm going to cry. I, okay, like, I will cry. I cried You know that's the song the it's going to be. I know. And I cried on the Disney Wish at the dinner when they started singing it. I was crying at yeah. the table with everyone looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Like, do you – can you imagine how that – like, I'm going to get chills when it's like on the water and just like a big moment it's gonna be amazing like it's going to take so much of of willpower because i feel like we talked about this last week um in about a month and a half a month and change um i will be going to stay uh at casa de la erin um and payton and moose really it's moose's house (laughs) let's be honest um for the weekend and Aaron, Erica, our friend Erica Canant and I um, are doing a really, really fun girls weekend in the parks. And I, I really couldn't be more excited. Uh, and we're going to see Fantasmic maybe twice. We'll see. We'll see how the, how the weekend goes. And part of me is like, I want to be surprised. Like I want to see it in mm. person. Cause I know that my trip is so soon, but then there's a separate part of me that spoils everything Aaron I have been in a movie theater watching a movie and have looked up the ending no I do that too it drives Peyton crazy yeah same same to I actually did that I was on a date it was a random like bumble date or whatever and the guy was like very chatty throughout the movie and he whispered <laughs> to me at one point he's like this is my prediction for the movie and I had already looked it up like stealthily and I was like, oh, this is my prediction. And then I was right. And he's like, wow, you're really good at reading people. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, I am. That would have raised a red flag to me that he was talking during the movie. Well, yeah, personally, is a problem. Even but, Peyton doesn't talk through movies. And if you guys have ever met Peyton, you know that he can talk. Daddy. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, read. I will whisper to read a lot during movies. And he has like had to be like, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Um, we go see all of the Marvel movies, like right when they come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we actually have, oh, that's what, so normally we, that means we see movies on Thursday nights. And I think it just occurred to me, I think Black Adam, which is DC, not Marvel came out today, official release date of tomorrow, but like it's available in theaters. So Reed and I are actually looking for things to do this weekend. So there we go. There you go. But yeah, I'm excited for you. Are you going opening night or are you going to go on the weekend? I don't know. Part of me wants to wait until you come and like us do do it together for the first time. I would feel so bad. Why am I going to go? So disclaimer, I did as soon as I saw it was like three minutes into Disney parks posting on their Instagram. I ran to my Disney experience and I made a park reservation for Thursday night. But I don't know that I'm going to go because I don't get off work until five o'clock. And it's with I-4 traffic, it's an hour easily to Hollywood Studios. So I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get there until after six. And there's probably, it's probably already going to be maxed out at that point as far as the queue. So we'll see. Maybe I'll go Friday. Maybe I'll just go on a random night after 
I'm trying to fight the influencer stigma of you have to do everything on the first day Smart. to be a real Smart. person. <laughs> so I'm trying to be like, it's literally not going away. I don't have to be first. It's fine. Um, yeah. Plus, I just feel like it won't. It, obviously, the show will be magical, but there's also a chance that I won't even be able to get in line because I've been talking to people online that are going to start getting in line at like 2 p.m. So a hard pass on that. yeah like i just can't i yeah. can't and i shan't well you have two opportunities because i'll be there a thursday i leave sunday but i'm not going to say like thursday through sunday because i leave early in the morning um like thursday night and saturday night mm -hmm. are two two options for us so. <laughs> i was about to be like what about friday and then i remembered we're going to Mickey's very merry Christmas party. I keep calling yeah. it Mickey's not so scary, and Peyton's it's like Mickey's not so scary it's Christmas not. party. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited. Uh, okay, well that's fantastic. And then very quickly, if you follow me, uh, especially me, Sarah, on Instagram and TikTok, I've been harping on this now for a few days. Uh, but as someone who has an annual pass and does not live in the Disney parks. One of the things I am most bitter about is the inability to use my annual pass holder discount because I feel like I would not spend as much on my vacations if I could use my discount um, online because there's always stuff I like, like there's stuff I want to get, uh, but then I feel like I miss out on things. I don't know. I, I could rant on this for a while, but big news is from now. So if you're listening to this, uh, you can go right now and do it from now until Halloween. You can use your annual Walt Disney world. There was some confusion on that on my TikTok. I'm so sorry, Disneyland peeps, but it's Walt Disney world annual pass to get a 25% discount, which is not too shabby on shop Disney's website. All you have to do is use code WDW25. Now, I have found there are some caveats to the sale because I really wanted uh, a piece of jewelry from Rebecca Hook and it was in my cart. And when I applied the discount, it did not apply to that jewelry. So I, sh I actually haven't bought anything yet. I have a cart that I'm just staring at. Um, but it worked on everything else, including uh, I, I put it in there just to kind of see if it worked, including the coach uh, collection. So 25% off the coach collection ain't bad. Um, it's not the 30 that was in the parks for a while, but it's, it's not bad. So yeah. Uh, oh, also if you're an annual pass holder, apparently there's a new popcorn bucket coming to the parks just for annual pass holders. I, I got that notification in the app yesterday. There is no photo of it though. So I can't describe it to you because I have no idea what it looks like, but I think it's available now or it's like October 25th, something like that. Go to your apps. If you go to like annual pass holder perks in your my Disney experience app it'll let you know it also gives you all the places you can go to find them which is very convenient interesting so yeah I think How that's is that our news I could go I'm yeah that's either. our news I'm I'm yeah. not either but my parents have have said on more than one occasion they they're going to be cremated when they die they want their urns to be popcorn buckets and now that Aaron's met my mother I feel like she can see her saying <laughs> it checks out yeah i can't Honestly, see your dad saying it. it so much as your mom i'm here for it if she's serious i will get that woman the best popcorn bucket money can buy and that's where she will have her final resting place uh too dark well we'll go on to the game 
So I know we promised, listen, <laughs> I know we promised we'd cool it on holiday stuff until after Halloween, but this idea was too good to pass up. And quite frankly, I'm ready. I'm ready for the holiday season, whether that be Thanksgiving, Christmas, I'm ready for all of it. So we've been wanting to do a bracket for a while. Uh, we're very, obviously, we're very inspired by Happiest Podcasts on Earth, as well as other podcasts that do these bracket challenges. We think they're really fun. And when we saw the current Festival of the Holidays booth list currently stands at 16 booths, it seemed just too perfect. So we're going to see what booth reigns supreme based on this bracket, which was created randomly on a generator. That was the first Google result when I Googled it today because I've never built a bracket before. Um, and I will say the winner of the bracket, so the booth that Aaron and I whittle it down to in the end, Aaron and I will both get a drink and a snack from we'll commit to that right now we'll get a drink and a snack from this booth uh when i am there because we're going to spend a whole day at festival of the holidays so it'll be perfect uh aaron are you ready i'm so ready all right we're gonna do the western i believe that's what reed said it was called the western bracket so the left hand side of the bracket first and first up is she i'm if I butcher, some of these names are hard. So if I butcher them, I am so sorry. But Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen and Holiday Sweets and Verse Holiday Sweets and Treats. Erin, you want to tell the people about Holiday Sweets and Treats? I sure do. So at this one, they have a peppermint sundae, which has chocolate ice cream, whipped cream, and peppermint candy, which peppermint's not my jam i'm just gonna say it i know that's a really hot take especially around the holidays i just can't do it um but that's okay and they also have an exclusive redemption cookie which is the promo for whatever the little thingy that they do is um the not fromage montage but whatever it is for a festival of the holidays so i'm guessing that this is where you couldn't get that the cookie walk um yeah the cookie walk it's such a simple name i couldn't remember because um, it's not as good as the meals from Montage. <laughs> and I just hear Sarah in the back of my head all the time. Every time I go to Epcot and I see it, I just – Sarah is just in my brain. Um, and then for beverages, there is a non-alcoholic hot cocoa, a chocolate peppermint shake featuring Twining's peppermint cheer tea. Ew. Um, eggnog white porter. We're starting off really strong. An eggnog white porter, also ew. Coquito beer s'mores black lager hot cocoa with assorted alcoholic cordials chocolate peppermint shake featuring twinings peppermint cheer tea and whipped cream vodka and a beer flight so i'm so not gonna lie to you I, again this was all randomized this is not me doing this <laughs> this came out at the 16th seed and i think that's where it belongs <laughs> i agree this is like I was gagging at all. You guys can't see our faces, but I was literally gagging at all of these. A, a hot cocoa is fine. That's the only literal only thing I would get off of this list. So I think we know it's going to win, but I'll give you a, a recap. So the Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen is Japan. And that is a Chirashi sushi tree, which is sashimi grade tuna, salmon, Akira. I don't know what Akira is. And I actually am upset at myself because I live and die by sushi. So I like to think I know a lot about it. We'll have to look that up. And yellowtail, 
with vegetables decorated on an artistic bed of rice to celebrate the holidays. So I think if you guys have seen, like they've done sushi donuts in the past, I think they did a sushi like pizza once. They basically just mold the rice and then lay everything on top of it. So it's, it's sashimi. Um, then a new year celebration soba, which is buckwheat soba noodles and a hot dashi soup with shrimp, tempura, fish cake, shiitake mushrooms, and chopped green onion. Ooh, that actually sounds good, especially if it's like a chillier day. I love buckwheat noodles. And then a Mont Blanc tart, which is matcha. I'm out already. Matcha mousse tart with a sweet red bean center sprinkled with confito sugar candy. I'm not a matcha girl. I'm a big matcha girl. Um, I love it. <laughs> I do love red bean peas. I, I love I love that kind of dessert because it's not too sweet. So the beverages, chocolate banana boba. I can hear Mm -hmm. my mother gagging in my (laughs) ear. Lisa hates banana. She'll make that noise too. If you just say banana around her, hates it. But Japanese milky drink, banana syrup, strawberry popping boba pearls. Actually, that does, I would try. That's like a banana split. This booth sounds 20,000 times better. Um, sparkling plum wine, chocolate Tokyo banana, which is cocoa. Oh, it's just like an alcohol. So it's cocoa, Japanese milky drink, banana syrup, and vodka. I'm going to be very honest with you. It's the same. You just don't get the boba. Can I just have the vodka in the one with the boba? That's the best part. And then a pomegranate draft lager, which is a rice lager with hints hints of pomegranate and lemon. Mm. So can we safely say that that one beats this okay great i'll fill i'll fill out the bracket accordingly did you have a favorite um i think the matcha the matcha tart sounds really really good i'll be trying that i mean the other stuff had seafood so you guys know how i feel about that um so the program that i chose to do this on is not good because it like won't let me oh wait there we go it won't let me start the bracket. <laughs> so did like you figure it out? It in. I think I did. We'll see. I can get I a piece really... of paper out. Yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Well, we can we can move on to the next one because we do have an okay. image of the... So, Shiwasu won. Once I'm able to, I will note that. Erin, um, feel free to pick which one you want to do for the, for the next one. I will do Le Marche de Noël holiday kitchen assuming this one's in france i'm gonna take a wild guess here um so i'll go through the listings here so the first one is the napoleon de saumon fumé in brioche i don't speak french you guys so i'm probably just gonna uh butcher these but it's a smoked salmon napoleon with layers of smoked salmon dill mousse or dill mousse sorry i thought there was a comma there Dill mousse and cream fraiche mousse served in brioche. Lots of mousse here. Um, the next one is turkey with bacon, mushrooms, and onions in a mustard cream sauce served with roasted potatoes, roasted sweet potatoes, which that one sounds okay. And then this one is a chocolate Christmas log with chocolate biscuit, white chocolate mousse, raspberry cream, and chocolate fudge coating, which sounds so festive and so delicious. I will be partaking in that. And then for beverages, of course, we have a martini. We have a frozen hot chocolate martini, which is vanilla vodka, vodka. I don't know if they meant to say two vodkas, Um, but there's vanilla vodka and regular vodka, apparently. Chocolate milk and whipped cream, which sounds pretty good. Uh, There's a Cabernet Sauvignon, 
there is a rosé sparkling wine and then there is a cranberry mimosa which is sparkling wine with orange juice and cranberry syrup which is interesting but that sounds that all sounds pretty pretty good for france uh the log is a very traditional thing in europe if you watch great british bake-off which i do Mm -hmm. religiously um they have a holiday one where they bring in like past contestants and they'll do like a holiday theme bake and this is something that they do because it is like so traditional mm-hmm. um i'll be honest this is not a fair matchup because i guess they haven't fully announced the oh and this is where we could use erica because i mm, the noche buena is it noche buena or is it knock because mm-hmm. like when i see that like in french in french it's knock or like in german it would be knock but no yeah. noche buena cochina that word i do know cocina Co- cochina means something else in, it means something Spanish. else you're right it's I, something wow, dirty <laughs> i was so i was so confident well there we it's go. okay well, either way, it isn't fully filled out yet on the Disney food <laughs> blogs. So what they have here does sound good. Yeah. Um, the mojo pork with tostones, that sounds great. Amazing. I love mojo pork. And then they also have vanilla shortbread cookies with dolce de leche and coconut. Also sounds good. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's really hard to say because obviously the French one is all filled out. But I do think once this one gets filled out, I'll actually like it better. Um, And I don't know, like if I'm looking at the France menu and going, what would I spend my own money on? I don't like, and I love smoked salmon. I'm not getting the Napoleon because I hate dill. I had a bad experience with dill once. That's a separate story. Um, And the turkey, now, so you know what? I'm going with Mexico. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So I could not get the bracket to work. So I'm just taking notes uh, based on the the thing, which is fine. I tried to get fancy. Didn't work. Um, All right. The next one. The next one I will take. Let me find it. I will take las posadas holiday kitchen and i it, we don't have like what countries these are from i'm assuming this one is mexico too because it has mexican cream that could be just like me like yeah one could be brazil like I, you know right i really hope the other one yeah i don't know why they have one I mean, might I'm be all, spain spain yeah. i'm all for having two though because like honestly the food that has been shining at these festivals has been the south american mexican cuisine so i'm all for it i am already shook reading this menu this sounds so good i literally want every single one of the food and every single one of the drinks so i'm going to start giant tostada de chorizo which is chorizo served on a giant tostada with chipotle black bean puree salsa verde queso cotija crema mexicana and pickled onion i sound so white Um, and then the next is tamal de barbacoa which is shredded barbacoa beef in a corn masa topped with ranchera salsa, queso cotija, and crema mexicana. And then the last one is dulce de leche churros with cinnamon sugar. Stop. Like, are you kidding? Stop. I already can tell you this one's going to win, like, my whole thing. 
It like we can just stop I now. I'm reading this and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be toy and competition. Then for the beverages, cranberry cinnamon margarita, which has apple cinnamon infused mezcal, cranberry juice, orange liqueur, and lime juice with a cinnamon sugar rim. And then the next one, Peyton's gonna lose his mind over this. It's a so horchata am I. margarita. So am I. He I love loves horchata. horchata. And I it's will get this together. <laughs> I don't like it, but you guys can have fun. Uh, tequila Blanco, corn whiskey, horchata, and cinnamon horchata rum. And then they have a mistletoe cerveza, which is lager with black currant liqueur. So all of this sounds fabulous. So well done. So festive. And like, on. oh my God, it just all sounds amazing. I'm I'm also shook that I can tell you right now that's going to win this, this mashup for sure. Um, I want all of it. Well, we know, you know, Aaron and I's first stop when we're yeah. actually, you know, like the first stop of the festivals are so important because it's like when you're the hungriest, like you're ready to go, you're ready to eat. So like, mm-hmm. I always tell people go to your number one booth first because you're going to enjoy it the most because you're hungry. So you're not just trying to force down food because you want to try more stuff. Always go to your number one choice first. I have a feeling this will be it for yeah. us. Uh, this is it, oh my gosh it's so good it's so good i'm excited i love horchata but this is going up against donut box in our randomized uh bracket so which is not it's not like donut box is not an unpopular booth but i also think you guys have learned from the podcast that aaron and i both favor savory over sweet so there is a bit of a skew there uh but here we go Pumpkin cake donut with pumpkin spice icing. Loki might have to. Okay, well, I'll just keep reading. Holiday donut. I don't know what that means. What constitutes a holiday donut? I guarantee you it's a vanilla donut with just decorations uh, with coconut and crisp pearls. A chocolate peppermint donut. We know which one Aaron will, will not be getting. Uh, and an eggnog cream filled donut with cinnamon icing and crumbled ginger snap cookies. Aaron is shake. Listen. I love eggnog. Is this like a horch? Is it like a texture yes. thing? Because you don't like it's horchata all of either. It. Peyton loves so Peyton loves eggnog too. I think it's Makes disgusting. Sense. Yeah, I it's love too. Eggnog. There's just like something about cream. it. Ugh. Yeah, it's like it's like melted it. ice cream. I'm like one of those people that loves like melted ice cream. So it's I which I will say. So we're, I'll be going to festival of the holidays twice. Uh, Aaron will go. I don't even know how many times, but when I'm coming for my long weekend, I'm getting off the plane and going straight to Epcot, hopefully meeting Erica there. And I could see myself like if it was first thing in the morning, it's in the afternoon, sadly, but if it was first thing in the morning, like when Reed and I did the last trip where we literally landed at like eight 30 in the morning, Honestly, I would go to Epcot, get myself a coffee and get a pumpkin cake donut. Like that sounds like a really nice way to start my day. In the afternoon, I am less inclined because I want to save room for other things. Honestly, I might have to split this eggnog donut with Peyton if he if he be down because I want to try it, but I know I won't be yeah. able to eat the whole thing. He'll be down for sure. Oh, drinks, gingerbread milkshake, gingerbread stout, gingerbread milkshake with whipped cream mm. vodka. See, I love gingerbread. So the gingerbread like milkshake gingerbread. sounds really, really good. With the whipped cream vodka or without? Probably without. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. I'm just, 
alcoholic milkshakes are hard. They're super yeah. heavy. I can't finish a milkshake anymore, which is sad because they used to be my most favorite thing. I get tummy oh, I problems. Yeah, uh, well, either way, even with the discussion around the donuts, <laughs> hands down, lost. Oh, yeah. us wins. Um, All right. You can take Bavaria Holiday Kitchen. I'll take that. Okay. I'll take the lame. Ho- this is another kind of lame holiday. Are you kitchen. sure you don't want this one? This sounds like the My, land of your people. Should I? Should I <laughs> so, yeah, you guys should see. Uh, we did. Aaron and I did one trending sound TikTok while I was in town. All right. All right. You do holiday. I see schnitzel right? and I see spatzel. So I think okay. you should take this one. <laughs> I'll take that one. You can you kick us off with holiday hearth desserts. Then while okay, I know the winner up. of the last challenge. All right. Holiday hearth desserts. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know if they meant to say moose. Well, I guess they wouldn't meant to say mouse crunch. So there's mouse crunch. Not really sure what that is. Um, interesting. I wish we had like a visual. Uh, gingerbread cookie, which is part of the holiday cookie stroll. Uh, peppermint bark. I actually do love peppermint bark, which is contradictory to my earlier statement. I think I don't like mint chocolate chip stuff. But I do like peppermint bark. Peppermint it's bark. chocolate. Wait, are you eating? Okay. Like, is it like dark chocolate peppermint bark or is it white chocolate peppermint bark? Like what I don't kind know. of I, are you eating? Is I usually white do brown? white chocolate. Okay, it's white chocolate. But I don't like a peppermint coffee or a peppermint milkshake or a peppermint donut. Oh, like that that's kind of fair. stuff. Okay. Because then I've had people like, I can't, I don't like a peppermint milkshake because it's like toothpaste. Is that? Yeah, exactly. It makes me feel yeah. like I just brushed my teeth and then drank a milkshake. But chocolate is different. That's actually but, very yeah. true. But like candy and stuff, that's different. Um, so there's also salted caramel spaceship earth cookies, which I'm sure that's going to be cute as heck. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. are you kidding? I also We're kind of going to have to get that just for the picks. Yeah, for sure. I'm a big salted caramel girly, though, so I'm excited about that. And then I'm also a big red velvet girl, and there's a red velvet mini bundt cake with cream cheese icing, which sounds fabulous. Did I say snowball cookies? There's also snowball cookies. Now, can I ask um, you a question about you sure can. your love of red velvet? Why? What, what like is it about the, red velvet? Honestly, it's the frosting, the cream cheese frosting. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So good. I, as a baker, I don't know if you guys know that, but I used to have, before I started on the Disney stuff, I had a food blog and Instagram. I do recipe development and food photography, but, and I love to bake. That's like my thing. I bake. So... I always ask people, people love red velvet. And my, I love to ask people like, what do you like about it? Cause it's quite literally a chocolate cake with red food coloring. <laughs> and if it's the frosting, that's fair. Cause I too love a cream cheese frosting. So if that's the answer. That's I'm literally it. I especially like it after like it's been in the fridge. Ooh, yes. Like a cold cake with cold, yes. fro- like firm frosting. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, it's the people that are like, oh, I just think it tastes better than other cakes. I'm like, it tastes the same as other cakes, actually. Literally the same. Um, okay, that one is much better than the other one. The other Yes. Dessert. And then just for beverages, the beverages are kind of basic. It's just a hot cocoa, a cinnamon apple cider, and then a cocoa candy cane, which is hot cocoa with peppermint schnapps. So if you're into that, that there I you go. Drink. Like a cookie and a hot cocoa, you can't go wrong with that. I would, I would. Especially if you're doing the cookie stroll. Yes. And you get, I believe, at least in past years, once you complete the cookie stroll, you get a free cookie. So that's fun. Um, All right. Bavaria 
holiday kitchen, which is the land of my people. Pork schnitzel with mushroom sauce, spitzel, and braised red cabbage. I mean, that as someone who celebrates the holidays with a German family, you don't, that's our New Year's dish. So a little fun fact about Germans is the traditional New Year's, um, like New Year's Day meal is roast. So not pork schnitzel, but I think that's just because pork schnitzel is a lot of work because you have to pound it and fry it, whatever. But it's roast pork with, uh, wow, I just forgot sauerkraut cheese which is cabbage just like yeah Aaron Aaron and I feel this I don't like sauerkraut um with sauerkraut and like spitzel um it is what my mother makes every single New Year's Day for as long as I can remember we actually make our own homemade spitzel uh she has this like really cool kitchen contraption that does it uh I hate sauerkraut and I am forced every New Year's Day to eat a spoonful of it because it's considered good luck uh, in our, in our culture. So I did a little for my food blog this year. Cause I did it up until I started my Disney stuff in March. Uh, I made roast pork belly sashimi and I topped it with red cabbage sauerkraut. That was like a ginger sauerkraut. And it was so cool. It was like little, I like did braised pork belly sliced uh in like thin and then I put it oh on top God. of rice balls and wrapped it in seaweed I have the gift some I made it I made it into like a little stop motion gif it was it actually did really well on uh, when I posted it to social media I was very proud of that um just like a little recap. Anyway, cheese fondue and a bread bowl with steamed baby vegetables and marble potatoes. This is very similar to the raclette I'm sure that we normally get. And a Linzer cookie, which should, I'm surprised this doesn't have next to it part of the cookie stroll. I don't know if this is fully filled out yet. A Linzer cookie is also very traditional. Beverages, hard apple cider, Prost Feist beer, Doppelbach beer, regional Riesling, Glühwein, a house-made hot spiced wine. So it's going to be like a mold wine and a beer flight. That one sounds like it wins to me personally. Does it? I, to me, honestly, this is a draw because I, but yeah, I mean, the other one's just, just more I want that spaceship earth cookie. I know. Um, but I do think that honestly, the porch, the porch schnitzel and spetzel, I won't eat the braised red cabbage, but, and the cheese bun. Actually, yeah. You know what? I agree. Yeah. Mario wins. All right. And I think that brings us to a conclusion for round one of the West uh, Coast bracket. Mm-hmm. So now we move on to the other side of the bracket. Okay. Scrolling. All right. Erin, would you like to do Laheim Holiday Kitchen or American Holiday Table? You could pick. I will do Laheim. Is that how All you right. say that? Yeah, it's Jewish. Yeah, hit it. Start us off. Kick us off. Perfect. So the first one is a pastrami on rye with house-made pickles and deli mustard. Then we have a smoked salmon potato lot. Is it latke? Latka? Latka. Latka. Potato latkes, which I love personally. Mm. Um, and then there's mini jelly-filled donuts, which I'm not sure how to say that word, and I don't want to butcher it. And then there is either. a black and white cookie, which is plant-based and part of the holiday cookie stroll. And then they have a Hanukkah beer and a blue Cosmo cocktail. Sounds pretty good. That's fun. I, um, my mom and dad love pastrami, so that would probably be 
high on their list. I love a potato latke. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, like higher ups at my company are Jewish and also big foodies. And they have big latke making parties every year. And they sent us like pictures last year. Um, and when I say party, I mean, it's basically them and their families making like a year's worth of latkes. Like they make them all from scratch and they freeze all of them. I got so jealous looking at the photos. I'm like, do you ship? Can you ship the latkes? Um, I want to make my own this year, but it is a significant amount of work. And Trader Joe's has pretty good ones. Uh, yeah, that looks really good. Okay. I'm, I'm up with American holiday table. I'm always so intrigued what they do for America. Cause it's like, I feel like <laughs> there's so many different traditions. So after we do this one, Aaron, I'd love to hear like what your holiday traditional meal is for Christmas. And then I'll share mine. Cause we do have one we do every year, but of course it's Turkey for, I, uh, no, I'm not going to do my turkey on Christmas rant. I'll save that for closer to the holidays. You'll Don't worry, you'll get it, but it'll be closer to the holidays. Um, okay, slow roasted turkey with Ben's original stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans, and cranberry sauce. Holiday pot pie with jackfruit, mushrooms, carrots, peas, onions, and puff pastry. That is plant-based. I love jackfruit. So that actually sounds kind of interesting. Pumpkin gingerbread cheesecake. I feel like Aaron's going to be all over mm-hmm. that one with cranberry yes. whipped cream. Probably could have done without the cranberry whipped cream because just made it whipped cream and candied pumpkin seeds here for that. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yep. That might be the first dessert America's had in a while that I want. And then a chocolate crinkle cookie made with Dove dark chocolate. For beverages, we have a bright white ale, eggnog white porter, mm peppermint chocolate stout regional white wine regional red wine and a beer flight eh, that's okay i'm going with laheim it's a lot yeah for me. i agree Although that dessert does sound good i was gonna say for me. the pumpkin cheesecake wins all of them for me but the other booth is more interesting to me yeah like i want more things at that one yeah um, all right, Aaron. what's your traditional holiday meal in your house? We Christmas. do. So this is my parents and my side that we grew up with uh, or that I yes, grew I, up with. I keep forgetting that Aaron actually has yes. a husband and not a boyfriend that separates for a week over the Christmas holidays because I refuse no, to not go to my parents' We're in this house. together. Um, just wait till you get married. Um, so we're in this together. So we go to each other's um each other's houses but for my parents in my like childhood we always did a ham on christmas which i'm here for him is always good i love ham um and then we'll always do like it's very like normal i feel like for you know it's like mac and cheese yeah green bean it's like it's almost like thanksgiving ground too nice um but we always do one thing that my mom has done ever since i was very little is she always makes pigs in a blanket as like our christmas morning breakfast so like as we're like finishing opening presents she'll like put those in the oven and so that's our breakfast so that's like my tradition my like christmas tradition and then we eat chinese takeout on christmas eve like they do in a christmas i love that I also love Chinese takeout. Okay, that's that's so cute. And I can't, I've said it now like probably four times quietly myself. I love pigs in a blanket. So a I plus. love them so much. I a crave plus. them all the time. Yes. At Trader, again, so if you don't want to make them yourself, 
around the holidays, Trader Joe's puts out all of their holiday appetizers, which is, a, I'm getting to that, but um, they have like puff pastry dogs or mm-hmm. whatever they call them. And they're, they're actually really good. They do really? a good job. Yeah. If you're ever craving them, I pick some up. Um, all right. My family, and this is part of the reason why I have said to read in no uncertain terms, I will always be going to my family's house for Christmas day, uh, especially as I'm an only child too. So I feel, you know, obligated, but not really because my mom makes this every year. So my mom makes, uh, she makes a Christmas roast, like a true Christmas prime rib bone in roast. And she starts the process early in the morning and it's my grandma's recipe. And it's really funny because you put the roast in the oven, it cooks for a certain amount of time. And then you turn the oven off, but you leave the door shut and all the residual heat finishes off the cooking process and you cannot open the oven door. And we're very blessed. Um, like my whole life of, we've always had two ovens. We've always had one in our like unfinished, like a janky one in our unfinished basement. <laughs> the honestly, the one of my parents last house, when they moved, I was like, you have to throw that away. That's a fire hazard at this point, but it still worked. It still worked. Um, so we've always had two ovens. So my mom always puts it in the basement, but when my mom was growing up, it was my grandma's house. Actually, my grandma might've also had two ovens, but either way, she would put post-it notes all around the oven going like, like a crime scene. Like, don't open this. Don't you dare open this oven because it has to sit like that for a while. And then it just fills the house with this like magical, magical odor. And it gets like such, I'm like, my mouth is watering. It gets like such a good crust on it. I eat the bones. That's my favorite part. We have to special order this thing like a month in advance. We pick it up like a couple days in advance. Like it is a big deal in our house. And I remember one year it was really expensive. It was like the, it was a very high price for prime, prime rib roast that year. And my mom said to my grandpa, when he was still with us, she was like, honestly dad like it's really expensive this year I don't know if it's worth it like what we could do a ham we could do like something else and my grandpa's like screw it I'll pay for it if like he's like I I I will pony like this is important this is our family tradition so we do that twice baked potatoes and um green beans the green beans are like more because I like them we used to have like a rotating vegetable I like green beans and then on Christmas and then the next day so boxing day um we do uh, uh, prime rib sandwiches with like a fondue, like an open face sandwich with fondue. And then the night before, so Christmas Eve, we do appetizer dinners. So we'll come home from church and we'll take like the smorgasbord of appetizers from Trader Joe's. My favorite are potato skins just from like any grocery store. I like the TGI Fridays ones. And we'll put all of that in the oven. We'll all change from church and everything. And we'll put on Christmas movies and, uh, all of that, all that jazz. Um, that's our new tradition now that my grandparents have passed. We used to do more stuff on Christmas Eve, but I like this one too, which is my parents. So that was long. I love that. That's uh, so cute. That sounds amazing. It is. I, I really, really love Christmas with my parents. We have, we have such a good time. Um, I'll have to send you from my food blog, the little Christmas day vlog I did from, I think I did on TikTok for my food blog. I'll send it to you from last year. All right. Next up, Tangerine Cafe versus Shanghai Holiday Kitchen. Erin, pick your poison. I will do the Tangerine Cafe flavors of the Medina. Um, So the first one on this one is grilled kebabs with carrot chickpea salad and garlic aioli. 
Um, and you can get that with either lamb kefta or harissa chicken. So there's two options there. The next is a stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus, fig, tapenade, and zhoug dip. Zaug? Did I say I that right? Zaug? I think it's Zaug, Z-H-O-U-G. I've heard it pronounced. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like a yogurt. It's like a yogurt dip. Yes. Honestly, all of this sounds really, really good mm -hmm. to me. Almond spice cake with ginger mousse, orange, ganache, and sesame twill. Twill? Twill. Twill. Um, and then for beverages, there is a lavender apple hard cider, a ginger turmeric hard cider, spicy nutmeg hard cider, a fig cocktail. I'm a big fig gal. Really? With spark I love it. Yes. Fig oh. cocktail with sparkling wine, fig vodka, and cranberry juice, and then they have a cider flight. So this one, this one's rivaling with the Mexican one for sure. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm getting that cider flight because I've never seen so many intriguing hard ciders on one food booth menu. I'm thrilled. I love a hard, I'm yes. drinking one right now. I love a hard cider. They you everything. know podcast recording night is my drinking night. My once a week, uh, one <laughs> glass of hard cider. Everything on this menu sounds amazing. Yeah. Okay. This to is going to be, this is going to be tough, especially because I think, so sh it's going up against Shanghai holiday kitchen. And again, most of, you know, my beef with the Chinese booth, it is significant. They take away everything I like. So let's see. There's no descriptions on any of these, so we can just use our imagination. <laughs> so it's red stewed beef rice bowl. Okay. A curry chicken rice bowl. I mean, not neither of these sound bad. I mean, obviously I know what curry chicken is. I prefer like Indian curry. I've had like the like Chinese curry. It's not as good in my opinion. Uh, I don't, I, I have a pretty extensive cooking vocab and red stewed beef could be many a thing. Um, and then house-made crab and cheese wontons. I know there's like a cult following around crab and cheese wontons, especially when I lived in like Boston and would go to New York all the time. I knew people that like would go to their local Chinese takeout place. Like they just like walk in, they'd get like a huge thing of crab and cheese wontons. And that would be like their drunk food. I don't, I hate cream cheese. I, I know Aaron, I'm sorry. I, I keep that inside. I am not a fan. I like it. There is one thing I buy cream cheese for and it's the season again. So I'm excited. I make um, those Oreo cookie truffles that they like show kids how to make where you like pulse Oreo cookies and you add in oh cream God. cheese. It's, I, they're, they're the best. They're addicting. I made several dozen last year because I made, that's another gift I should send you. I did a stop motion of putting together cookie boxes. I did like a, I did a cookie box for a bunch of people last year uh, with like six different unique cookie recipes happy to share those if you want um and those oreo cookie balls were in it and i made at least two dozen just for myself so good so good i think that oh sorry drinks panda bubble tea classic milk tea with black and white boba there's a lager a jasmine draft beer the dragonfly which is a jose cuervo tequila gold vodka mango syrup and orange juice woof um, and then there's the Marco Boba, Amaretto, iced coffee, milk and boba. I'll, I'll probably get that. That sounds really good if I need to pick me up in the afternoon. The Lucky Mo, peach schnapps, peach syrup, orange juice and pina colada mix. That not, I don't know. 
I'm out on this one. I, the only thing I really want from this until I get more information on this red stewed beef rice bowl is that um, Marco Boba with the amaretto and the iced coffee. So my vote goes to Tangerine Cafe, which I know Aaron's does. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Don't even need to vote on that one. Uh, things might start getting contentious in the next round. Yeah. Once we start narrowing it down, it's going to get a lot harder. Uh, I'll take chestnuts and good cheer because it's yeah. Fun. So I, you can go. I, you can well, go I figured Tuscany you Holiday would. Kitchen. I figured you would scream at getting Tuscany Holiday Tuscany Holiday Kitchen. Y'all know of how your... I feel about the Italy boost. I will say it yeah. once. I will say it again. I think they're a rip. But go on. <laughs> we'll just get it over with quick. Uh, the first is a crispy half moon breaded mozzarella filled ravioli with pomodoro sauce, which honestly sounds kind of good. It does. Uh, then there's shrimp ravioli and scampi sauce with white wine garlic lemon zest and parsley and then there is a chocolate filled italian donut with chocolate hazelnut spread and powdered sugar nothing here is really screaming at me it all seems kind of meh um and then for drinks you have your basic pretty much standard that you get at every festival booth um at the italy pavilion there's a pinot grigio a chianti prosecco moscato rosé Italian white sangria with Prosecco, Italian red sangria with Cabernet Sauvignon, Italian margarita with tequila and limoncello, and a Pilsner. Spagliato with Prosecco in it. Sorry, I had to do it. Stunning. Mm, stunning. Well, yeah, no, hard pass for me. I mean, the yeah. first one sounded good. The second one, I yeah. like shrimp. Y'all know how Aaron feels about shrimp. Yeah. Which is anti. Ant very anti. Um, this one is probably kind of like a throwaway one because we know whatever one makes it through this will probably lose. Uh, chestnuts and good cheer. I actually low-key really like the fact that they're doing this because like the chestnuts roasting on open fire, like uh, for a lot of people, especially in the North and Midwest, like roasted nuts are very much like a holiday thing. Um, I also love the smell of them. So wherever this booth is placed, I think it's going to be lovely actually i wonder if this is gonna be like just a weird like a little cart in the mm -hmm. america area but anyway cinnamon glazed almonds cinnamon glazed cashews cinnamon glazed peanuts spiral roasted chestnuts i if i had to choose i probably i do really like cashews um and i like pecans pecans depending on where you're from probably would go with pecans the cinnamon pecans <laughs> Uh, cinnamon glazed cashews to drink American heritage gourmet hot cocoa TG Lee eggnog sweet nutty stout which is from Orlando American heritage oh oh Aaron we're getting this, this American really heritage good. gourmet hot cocoa with peanut butter whiskey whipped cream and candy nuts considering there's only like one peanut butter whiskey I know of which is screwball that is smooth and listen I am someone who does take their whiskeys and their bourbons fairly seriously because once it dips below a certain temperature, I drink Manhattans uh, or old fashions. Those are my go-to to my most favorite cocktails. And I wanted to hate screwball peanut butter whiskey. That stuff is smooth. It's, it's real nice. So this sounds incredible. <laughs> And then an eggnog with, oh, with peanut butter whiskey. That sounds gross. A hard pass on eggnog and peanut butter whiskey. Disgusting. Absolutely not. But I will, I will be getting that hot cocoa. That is a yes, sir. So 
for that alone, I pick chestnuts and good cheer. Yeah, I agree. Amazing. All right, pick pick the next I, one. Actually, I want melee kaluki maka. Unless that's okay. No, you can no, take it. You fine. take it. You take it. You take it. No, no, no. Aaron, Aaron, the take only- it. Just do it. The only reason I want it is because my mom always sings it and it's just like funny. Oh, it's like an okay, inside joke. It. It's you like an inside joke in our family. I don't know why. Um, anyway, I know she listens to the podcast, so I figured she would oh. think it was funny. Um, so Mili Kalikimaka has a Kalua pork with Okinawa purple sweet potatoes and mango salad. Lomi Lomi salmon with tomatoes, onions, salmon roe, yuzu mayonnaise, and yuca chips. And then a Hawaiian coconut pudding with candied macadamia nuts and coconut. And then for beverages, there is a Hawaiian pale wheat ale, a sparkling pineapple wine, and then a melon breeze with spiced rum. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Could it, could could do could do without TBH. I'm disappointed compared to the Hawaii booth um, at Food and Wine. Because yeah. I, I didn't get to spend as much time at the Food and Wine Festival this year as I would have liked, but I did get the spam, um, like, sushi, like, three times. It was so good. Yeah. I'm not a coconut gal. Oh, so, I do like coconut. And I don't eat seafood. So I mean, I would try the coconut pudding. I don't have, like, a vendetta against it. I just, like, don't love it. But the pork sounds really good. Okay. All right, Yukon Holiday Kitchen, which is Canada. And I can tell you it's mm. Canada because this is almost, I, I swear, <laughs> Disney hates changing the Canada food booth menu. They're like, you know what? The Give the people what they want and what they want. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. So we've got, seared, it's like sli- a slight variation of the food and wine menu. So it's seared scallops with parsnip silk. I actually... Y'all, if you want to try an alternative to mashed potatoes, make a celery root puree or a parsnip puree. You can make them both with um, canned coconut cream if you want to do like no dairy. And I made it once for Reed and it's one of his most favorite things in the world. And I paired it. I did a celery root puree and I paired it with roast duck because roast duck is very rich. It's so good. I honestly would take that over mashed potatoes most days, but I digress. Uh, parsnip, apple chutney, and hazelnut croissant. I have no idea what that is. I'm sure it's a topping. And then beef bourguignon. I do love beef bourguignon. That's another one of my go-to meals in the winter with crushed potatoes. Fine. Uh, maple bush Noel. So this is like what we talked about in France, where it's that like log cake, which is basically just like a, a rolled cake. Uh, but this one has maple mousse, obviously cranberry rolled in a gingerbread chiffon cake i actually kind of like that better than the one in france which is the traditional one and then a snickers doodle cookie made with snickers bar oh pieces. i'm getting this okay I'm, I'm eating snickers right now my my leftover uh mickey's not so scary halloween party candy that i'm still working my way through um we've got frozen coffee non-alcoholic frozen coffee with whiskey a maple cinnamon coffee beer I don't drink beer, but I'm intrigued. Maple cookie blonde ale, peanut butter and banana porter. Where are they finding these beers? Do they even taste like every time I get a beer that's like, I take a chance. I open my heart to one of these like flavored beers. They don't taste anything like that. They just taste like hops. Ice wine from Niagara on the Lake. I've had that ice. It's very good. 
red wine, Niagara on the Lake, and then a beer flight. Interesting. Erin, your thoughts? I'm, I think Canada. I agree. I think Canada wins. I agree. All right. I love how we've agreed on every single one of these. I wasn't I expecting that. All right. Well, that's it. So we've gone through all of the booths. So now, now is the real competition. So here we go. We're in our, oh, I almost said we're in our final four because it's four matchups and I'm dumb. All right. We're in our elite eight. Is it sweet 16 elite eight? We're going off basketball terminology. So Shiwasu versus Nakbuena Cochina. Remember, Nakbuena Cochina is the one that was like the incomplete menu, right. but we still thought it sounded bomb. Um, I don't know. I have to let me. Let I'm me honestly, and I hate doing this because I know what's going to win the next one. I'm going with Nakbuena because. Yeah. I, it just, I, it has so much potential just based on like the two things that was on it. Also, you know, Agreed. there's going to be marks there. So I just think it's, oh, so, okay. So knock one Kachina and that will go up against the winner of, gee, I wonder who's going to win. Yeah. Las Posadas versus Bavaria. So, okay, no, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. So on the Western side, our final two are knock Buena Cochina and Las Posadas. Now let's go to the eastern side of the bracket. So that's Laheim versus Tangerine Cafe. My vote is for Tangerine Cafe. My vote is also for Tangerine Cafe. I this is just going to be a bloodbath at this point. Tangerine Cafe first, <laughs> um, and then Chestnuts or Yukon. Yukon. Yukon, yeah. I I I will be getting that hot cocoa with peanut butter whiskey, but it's not worth mm -hmm. like a whole win over. Honestly, I would get every dish at Yukon. Yeah. So here's where it gets interesting. All right. To get to our final two, uh, let me just guess. Is it Las Posadas for the West Hand side? For the West side? For me. I agree. I don't know if you would it agree. Is, no, it's it's for me too. Um, all right. Tangerine Cafe versus the Yukon. I actually need to go back to the Tangerine Cafe menu because I need to see that again. It's to me, as far as things that I would actually order, I would order every single one of these things from Tangerine versus Yukon. I probably would only order, well, I would order everything but the scallops and I wouldn't order any of the alcohol, I don't think. Okay, so... The grilled kebabs with the carrot, chickpea salad, garlic aioli. I would get the lamb kefka, but honestly, like, I don't want that carrot, chickpea salad. I, I love garlic aioli. Oh, this has the hard ciders. This is, tri this is tricky it's for tough. me. Because it is, it's very close. I think, I'll be honest, my choice between these two would come down to the weather. If that's very is, fair if it is warm tangerine cafe mm -hmm. if it is if there's a chill in the air i'm i want before yeah. on i want my sticker doodle cookie i don't like any of the drinks so i will say tangerine mm -hmm. cafe has the edge there so with that for the overall menu i do say tangerine cafe which brings <laughs> to the final <laughs> Uh, we should have stopped the episode 30 minutes ago. 
That's fine. It's, we knew this we wanted, was going to happen. We wanted to go through all no, of the No, I was joking. Las Posadas versus Tangerine Cafe. Aaron, would you like <laughs> to do the honors? Yes, Tangerine Cafe. Just kidding. The <laughs> Las Posadas, for sure. They had the best, like, I don't know. I think everything on that menu was perfect, and I, I can't wait to try it. I agree. So let's revisit that really quick. Um, what what is the one food item and one drink that you are going to plan to order on our on our weekend Ooh. trip there? I am well. To be honest with you, I'm probably going to get um, one of all of the food. But if I had to choose one, I would probably do the tamal de barbacoa. I think that sounds really, really good. And then my drink is this, the cranberry cinnamon margarita. Sounds fabulous. Amazing. Um, that actually works out perfectly because I want the giant tostada. That is my number one. And I want that horchata margarita, obviously. Mm. So that actually and works out. And we have out. to get churros though. Well, and then, well, no, because actually that works out really well because in theory, we could each have a sip. I'm making you sip the horchata margarita. I don't care. We each have a sip of each other's drinks and then we can each have like a bite of each yeah. other's food and that way we can decide like actually if we we want to go back and eat the whole menu ourselves and then we split the churros boom this works out beautifully i love i love this for us i do too wow. and i love that when we go to the park too now that we've done this episode we're gonna feel a little bit more in the know of I agree. like what's worth stopping for what can we keep walking past you know I just, i'll still make my little checklist spreadsheet because i didn't do that <laughs> on for food and wine and i did feel like slightly lost a little bit because i'm like oh, i don't even know like what's where and i i like having it now that the notes app has the feature to like put in an actual checklist that you can like check yeah. off i'll probably do that in my notes app uh, but I do feel like I have, I, I think I definitely, obviously Las Posadas is the winner on paper in our hearts everywhere. So we'll be getting everything from that booth. <laughs> Stay tuned for our review. Um, I think I definitely want something from France and I think I definitely want something from the Yukon and I want that hot cocoa with the peanut butter whiskey um, and the spaceship earth cookie. I don't care if it tastes yes. bad on a photo. Maybe we can share that one too. We'll just take Watch turns it passing it around. Cute. Watch it not even be cute. It's just a like, circle. We're not even getting it now because it's not even photogenic. Um, oh my God. I am very I nervous. Think... I feel like I'm going to want a lot of treats. I'm, I'm going to be on a sugar high. That's okay. We can get them and bring them home and just <gasps> like eat them throughout the, this is true. the day, the this week, weekend, point. whatever. Um, I think we should put this on our Instagram story, this bracket. If you guys want to fill it out, we'll put it on our Instagram um, and you guys can tag us in your selection. What would win for you? I think that would be really funny um, to see everyone's different ideas or different selections. I couldn't think of yeah. a word for that. I'll, I'll put in, I'll leave it randomized as like the 16 booths because you would have to fill that out anyway. Um, and I'll, I'll stick that in so you can screenshot it. Uh, I'll also have to edit it where I can like write in our winners and then you guys can see 
our finished bracket as well. Um, but yeah, I have a feeling a lot of our listeners are probably going to land with the same yeah. winner we did. It's just so good, but it's we'll so see. Good. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Tag us if you guys do the bracket and when you guys try things, tag us in your story if you feel like it and let us know your thoughts because we're going to be wanting to hear some some we boots on research. the ground reviews. Yeah, we need we need all of the thoughts. Cuz yeah. what if this cinnamon cranberry cinnamon margarita tastes like a Bath and Body Works candle? Then I'm not going to be about it, you know? Yeah. I need to know. I know. This is and like honestly, uh knock buena could come from behind once that menu that's a dark horse right it now cuz once that menu's fully filled out, that could be Las Posadas. So We'll see you guys. We, we want to know, not that Aaron, you know, doesn't live there and could just go check at any time, but we want to know what you think. And you have a month and change to let us know before Sarah's coming to town, which is what we're naming the weekend, much like Santa's coming to town, Sarah's coming to town. Uh, yes. And when I say we, I mean me. I named it that when I made our agenda for the weekend and distributed it. So, yes, uh, Sarah sent us a an itinerary. Oops. Sarah sent us an itinerary made in Canva with times, and she also sent us an outfit chart for each mm-hmm. day with everything planned out, which honestly is iconic, and I loved it too because, like, as girls, it's really helpful to know what your friends are wearing. to the function because it's like okay you just you want to make sure you're all on the same page so honestly i i respect it but i'm so excited to be very honest erin isn't giving herself enough credit because i had initially just texted her the agenda just like so we were on the same page because i also have to make park reserve i get anxious if i don't make park reservations so by the way i have made all my park reservations in case you're wondering um but I texted to her and she's like, oh, wouldn't it be so cute if you put this in Canva? And then I fell down a deep dark hole of, I was like, sure, I'll do that. And here's outfit charts of everything I'm planning to wear, which is also good to help me pack, honestly, because I'm an overpacker. Um, but I'm flying spirit, so I can't be on this trip. Really going to challenge myself. But I think that's the episode thank you for this one was i believe i don't know i haven't checked what time we're at but much shorter than our food and wine festival episode so if you're still here we appreciate you <laughs> uh again really like we love connecting with y'all on social media whether it's through aaron and i's personal accounts or through our our actual podcast account uh i know that every once in a while aaron or myself will put up a little box that says like if you have anything you want to hear from us like please fill it out but that's open at any time if you have a need for an episode you listen to us you go you know what this would be really funny let us know and if we like the idea especially if it's a really creative idea like we will gladly credit you um in that in that episode uh because we're always doing this every week like it actually takes a bit of a brain power to come up with new episode ideas every single week. So yeah, if you have one and you want to share, you let us know. Yes. Please let us know. DM us all of that good stuff, but please follow our podcast Instagram page at the pixie dust project pod. We love having you guys follow us there. That's where you can find new episodes. Um, We often post fun little pictures there that we don't really post on our personal, um, like individual accounts. So you'll get 
some different content there. Um, and we just love interacting with you guys there. But yeah, you can follow Sarah at Everyday is Disney on TikTok and Instagram and myself at Erin Goes to Disney on TikTok and Instagram and stream Midnights. We love you guys so much and we will see you next time. See you real soon. See you real soon.